This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. When I was praying and I said, Lord, by the end of this service, let the party begin. Some people were wondering, what party are we talking about? Well, this morning I'm on an errand to, de- to declare and to bring God's word into one, one person's life. And the word is that the party is not yet over. Just few people, I don't know how many people, but the Lord is saying that the party is not yet over. I think that amen can be louder this morning. If you understand that word, I say the party is not yet over. Hallelujah. For some, it's as if the party is over. It's as if there is no hope anymore. But the Lord is bringing his word in this time of turnaround. In this season that he has declared through his servant. That is your season of total turnaround. That the Lord is about to overturn and overturn and overturn. He doesn't mind any, every, any, the number of times he's going to overturn. But he's going to overturn it until that right hand. And his right place. And the right fulfillment. And his right promise come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. And quickly we're going to read a bit lengthy scripture this morning, the book of John chapter 2 and from verse 1. I'm going to read fast as quick as I can. John chapter 2 and from verse 1 it says, and on the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage and when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servant, Whatsoever he said unto you, do it. And there were, they were set there six water pots of stones after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three fakings apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pot with water. And they fill them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out, of, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the, of the feast. And they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water, oh my God, that was made wine, and knew not whence it was. But the servant which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man of, at the beginning of that set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the best, the good wine until now. Hallelujah. Only Jesus does that. Every man brings the good wine at the beginning. But Jesus brings the best wine at the last. He says what? This beginning of miracle did Jesus in Cana, in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. So the party is not yet over. The sweeter wine is on the way. The sweetest wine is on the way. The sweetest experience is on the way. So you might have had the first half. is as if the things were not very smooth and nice as if it's getting worse. The Lord is saying, I should declare by the mandate of heaven and by the season in which you find ourselves, which is the season of turnaround, that the party in your life is about to begin. In the name of Jesus that amen is not believing children of God I say it's about to start a big party for you in the mighty name of Jesus party is a place of celebration 
Party is the place of announcement. If you have not had party before, the Lord is saying, get prepared because what the party is about to begin. The party is about to start. And from the place in which you read, the Bible, talk, the Bible talked about the, the miracle at the canal of Galilee. That the mother of Jesus was there, but that was not all. Jesus himself and disciples were there. And for this morning, I want to tell someone, many people might be there and they might be giving you negative news. As far as Jesus is there, the sweetest wine is about to show forth. As far as Jesus is present, the sweetest, the biggest party is about to, to, to be thrown. So no matter where you've gone from, no matter where you're coming from, no matter what people have said, no matter the reality of the now, you say what? The party is about to begin. The party is about to begin. Don't lose hope. The party is about to begin. And quickly this morning, we're going to look at just about three, four things within our time from this same scripture. Facts about the turnaround. One thing I want to tell us this morning is that turnaround come with season. It come with season. Turnaround is not something that happened throughout the clock. In the book of Ecclesiastes, about 3 from verse 1, it says, there is a season and a po- and for everything under heaven, it says there is a time and there is a season. For every purpose, there is a time and there is a season. A season for you to be born, a season, a season to die, a season to plant, and a season to pluck up that which was planted. Everything has a season. And our Father in the Lord, the set man of this house came. He said, what is the season of your total turnaround? Many people are still thinking, will it be so? Will it come to pass? They are trying to wait on the scale and see whether it will come through. I beg to disappoint you this morning. Just as my people will say, people are already cashing, cashing out already. People are already getting their testimony. A lot of testimony are already coming. We are already talking about having a day for testimony. We are thinking of a day within the week. Just the way we have our, our, our word and prayers. Whereby all we talk about is testimony and just give God the praise. People are already catching, catching out. So if you are still waiting and still thinking, when did it come to pass? I want to tell you, you might be disappointed. But the Lord has declared, it's the season of your turnaround. 2 Chronicles 22 verse 20 says, Believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophet, so shall you prosper. So your prosperity in this season is tied to you being believing that yet the word that the Lord has spoken with his mouth, he also has the capacity with his hand to fulfill them. If he has spoken with his mouth, he's not a liar. He's not a talkative. He doesn't just want to talk to you because what he wants to gist. He's talking to you because what he means, what he says. It's your season of total so turnaround. So, turnaround is not something that happens around the clock. There's season for everything under heaven. There is a time for every purpose. And the Lord is telling you this morning, son, daughter, no matter what, you, what is happening around you, I'm about to turn things around for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I want to please beg of you this morning that irrespective of what your wristwatch is saying, you need to learn to trust God and give him your time for him to be the, the timekeeper. The challenge is that when God is saying, oh, this is the time, 
Many of us are thinking, how come this is the time? That is not what my research is saying. What the economists are saying is that what this is a time for recession. How come the church and also the Lord is declaring that it's a time for turnaround? You need to give him your time for him to keep. Because what? Our God does not live in time. Our God lives out of time. God was before time was, uh, was created. The Bible says what? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without, without form and void. And God said, let there be light. And then he created day and night. That was the beginning of time. So God lives out of time. Hallelujah. So he's the best timekeeper for you. He's the best timekeeper. And if you look at the scripture, the book of Psalm chapter 31. And please don't lose this. Psalm 31 and verse 14. He says, But I trusted in thee, O Lord. Can somebody say, I trusted in thee, O Lord? Only if you are trusting God. I said, I trusted in thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. He said, My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecuted me. My time is in your hands, O Lord. Irrespective of what my own time is saying, you are the best timekeeper. So in this season that has been declared, I'm not looking at my wristwatch to check whether that word is true or not. I'm not going to check the news to see if there is an alignment in the news media. I focus on you because you have declared it. So turn around, come in season. Every day is not turn around. So this season that the Lord has set aside for you, you need to engage and key into it. You need to pray it into your life. You need to engage it. And I always plead with people, you know, Sunday service is a celebration service. But on Monday through Friday is a time for prayers. Join and engage that force. Every morning we pray, there is abundance of testimony. Not something we think in our spirit or in our mind. We see them in the written word. Some will say, oh pastor, I don't know how to share this. But please, maybe I can hide my name and this is my testimony. And I want to tell you this morning, by the power in that name, Jesus, for everyone under the sound of my voice, that this season will not elude you in the name of Jesus. If your amen can be loud, I say this season will not elude you in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 16 verse 22. Isaiah chapter 16 verse 22 says, A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. He said, I the Lord, we hasten it in his, in his what? In his sign. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11. He says, it makes all things beautiful when? In his time. And this is his time. This is his time. This is your own time. Many people have their time. But the Lord is saying for everyone here, this is your time. This is your time. How will God answer the Kimbola Rewire not answer Pastor Biola? Because the same God he says the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And as far as we align to his time, not to our own wristwatch, because what we've given him our own time.
then we start seeing the expression of his word. Hallelujah. The second fact about the turnaround from that scripture, I want to affirm this morning that irrespective of what is happening, he cares about you. He cares about you. He cares about you. He's not careless about you. Sometimes people come and they are so overzealous and they run to you and say, oh, please come. Um, uh, the, the King Solomon, the King Bodupa, how do you do? How do you do? It's as if, oh, it's, it's as if it's only the King Solomon that cares about me. But I want to beg to disagree this morning. The Lord cares about you. He cares so much about you. So much about you. So much about you. He feels what you feel. In fact, the Bible says that we have our eye priest who can be touched by what? The feelings of our infirmities. Not by our infirmities. He said the feelings of our, of our infirmities. He can feel what you feel. He understands your feelings. Many people don't understand your feelings. Look at 1 Samuel. We saw Eli. When he saw Anna was praying, he didn't understand her feelings. The Bible said her mouth was moving. And yet he wasn't speaking anything out. He said this woman must be drunk. But God knows his her feeling. God can hear. God can feel it. God can see you when you cry inside. God can see you when you groan inside. God can see it where the shoe pinches. And this morning, I want to tell you, God cares about you. He cares so much about you. So much about you. The world might not care about you. The people around might not care about you. The people you love so much might not care about you. But God cares about you. He cares so much about you. He hears your feeling. Even when you don't say a word, he, he can hear it loud and clear. The mouth of Anna was moving. Yet she was groaning inside. The Lord answers even the prayer of your groaning. What a God. What a God. What a God. He cares about those failures. He cares about those challenges. He cares, you know, in those places in which you think there is no hope anymore. He cares so much. When you go through that pain, when you go through all that you've gone through, the book of First Peter chapter five verse seven says, "Casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you." Casting all, not some. Casting all your cares upon Him, He cares for you. When it doesn't look good, He cares for you. Even when you can't feel Him, He's around the corner. He cares so much about you. All your cares. And I love the way the Amplified Version say, said it. It says, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all. On him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. That's the Amplified Version. First Peter 5, 7. The book of Luke chapter 12, verse 6. Luke chapter 12 verse 6, it says, Are not five sparrows sold for two fattens? Five sparrows sold for two pence. It says, And not one of them is forgotten before God. Listen to this. 
He said, but even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Five sparrows sold for two pence. And God cares so much about them that he knows the time and what they need per time. He said, how much more you? He says, the air of your head are what are number. Please don't miss this. He didn't say the air of your head are counted. When it is counted, then you can say it is 1,000. That is not what the scripture said. He said they are numbered. So he knows when the 980 falls off your head because they are numbered. If God cares so much that the air of your head are numbered, why will he not care about you? If he's so specific, if he's so detailed to know the numbers of your air and know their numbering, he cares so much about you. He cares so much about you. He cares so much about you. Worried? He cares so much about you. Disturbed and devastated. God cares about you. The job is not coming. It's by the corner. He cares about you. Hallelujah. 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 He cares about you. When the boat is sinking. And you've tried all you can. Like Peter did. They want to cross to the other side. The Bible says the wind was so boisterous and it was beating their ship. They were about sinking. Mark chapter 4. It's as if everything was going down the drain. They've lost all. They were about to give up. But suddenly they, they remembered Jesus Christ is in, the, in this boat. It's not possible. He's somewhere. They thought he was sleeping. He wasn't sleeping. He was just waiting for his time. He's not sleeping. He's just waiting for his time. The mother of Jesus called him and said, Hey, come, guy. The wine is finished. This part is about to turn to a mess. Jesus Christ said, Hey, mother, go and stay. It is not yet my time. In the right time, I'm going to show up for you. And when I'm going to show up, I'm going to show up big time. Because what? I don't want to share my glory with anyone. If he showed up, when Peter was, 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 was trying all he could, then he would have said, oh, because you know, he was a great fisherman. But God is not about to share his glory with any man. Let me ask you, have you thought about it? When the wind was so boisterous, do you think that Peter couldn't have fast, have prayed? They were disciples. They've been with Jesus for so many years. They would have been praying and been praying and been praying. But yet nothing was happening. It was not because Jesus was not somewhere. But it was because it was not yet his time. Alas, sons and daughters of God, it is the season of your total turnaround. It's your season. When it's not his time, he doesn't do anything. But when his time comes, nothing stops him. Nothing stops him. Nothing hinders him. 
when his time comes he shows up hit your chest this morning and say I know he cares about me in assurance I don't know you're watching online this, yes go ahead beat your chest this morning. I know he cares about me hallelujah he cares so much about me he cares so much about me Peter went to me and said carest thou not that we perish Jesus you are in this boat and we sink carest thou not and many of us we are screaming Jesus don't you know we perish but Jesus is saying it is not yet my time but now that my time is coming it's come I'm about to show up the party is about to begin I'm about to turn things around for you I'm, I'm about to move in a new dimension I'm about to turn that money into dancing I'm about to turn even that arches into beauty I'm about to turn all those worries into testimonies hallelujah I'm about to turn those tests, those trials into testimony. Those worries into wonders. Because it's my season of total turnaround. Hallelujah. I refuse to miss this season. I'm going to engage it until it comes. It's my season. It's my season. It's my season. Hallelujah. 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 I wish I can shout the eyes and say, Hallelujah. Lastly, before we round up, facts about turnaround. The third one, obedience is a necessity for turnaround. Total obedience is a necessity. God has been speaking to you. But you've been trying to decipher it with your own mentality and your knowledge. It's not going to come. But if you're going to rely on him, as the mother of Jesus said, he said, whatsoever he tells you, please do what? Do it. If it looks foolish, do it. Many people would have thought about, see, Jesus Christ was not a pauper when he was, in, when he was, when he was here. They would have thought about it. Jesus the wine is done. We would, would have looked at them and then we bring, bring about 50 pence and say, go get some more wine. He might not have given you money and so you are so disappointed because you were expecting money. But this money, if you obey him, irrespective of the instruction, the turnaround will show up. Say that you get the pot, fill it with water. They need wine not water they have water but he told them to go and bring more water when they need more wine that doesn't make sense right but as far as they obey his promises as far as they obey his commandments what happened there was a turn around surely the sweetest wine ever showed up hallelujah Sometimes I see some wine. I was seeing something online one time. I don't know whether it is true. I can't remember. Is it 50 million or 5 million euros? Somebody showed a receipt of wine that someone bought. Let me shock you this morning. The sweetest wine is with Jesus. Hallelujah. The sweetest wine is with him. The sweetest wine just showed off. He turned morning into dancing. 
it turns worry into wonders. The head of the, 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 the governor of the, of the occasion say, who does this? Who does this? You might ask you, who does this? I want to tell you, Jesus does this. Only Jesus can do this. Only Jesus can turn that water into wine. Only God, Jesus can turn that nothing into something. Only Jesus can turn what we thought is a mess to a big message today. This morning, can we just bow our head in adoration to him? And from the bottom of your heart, let it come as a, as, as, as a sound of praise. Say, Father, thank you because this is my season. I thank you for bringing this season to me. I thank you for bringing this time to me. Lord, I give you the praise and I magnify your name. Can you begin to give me all the praise, Lord? Father, we give you the glory. We bless your name. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. Free from every glory, his eyes is on the spot, and I know, and I know he watches. If you can stand up this morning and just sing that song, say his eyes is on the spot, and I know he watches. One more time for everybody. Oh, I see, I see. for two, two set of people this morning you want Jesus to come to your party to turn it around you know you've not accepted him as a personal Lord and savior and you know you're not living right but this morning you want to invite him so that you can have the sweetest wine all eyes closed all heads bowed can you just lift your hands to heaven I'm just going to quickly pray with you God bless you God bless you God bless you don't look at the people around you they don't matter who matter is Jesus God bless you God bless you can I see someone over there just lift it up let Jesus see that hand let him see that hand let him see that hand Jesus come into my party and turn it around thank you very much brother God bless you God bless you God bless you just little more time this morning you want to join these people that will say Jesus come to my party come to my party come to my party hallelujah glory to Jesus and for those that lift up your hands say, say Lord Jesus say today I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my party. Turn my water into wine. In the mighty name of Jesus. From today, I decide to live with you. To live by you. And you to be the Lord over my life. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. For those of us that have collected the card immediately after now, please come quickly. Take this anointed seat. And there, somebody will be there to meet with you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And one more time, I'm going to pray with some people this morning. Uh, just where you are seated. It's as if the party is about to end for you. 
all the KPIs, the key performance indicators show that if something is not done speedily, you might be ending your party very soon. And this morning, the Lord is saying, it's your turn around. Wherever you are, can you just lift your hands to heaven? Leave it to Jesus, not me. Lift it. God bless you. Just lift it to Jesus. Lift it to Jesus. Lift it to Jesus. Thank you very much. God bless you. Don't lift it to him. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And for everyone this morning that is lifting their hands to Jesus, just say, Father, say, Father. If you want to join them, you can join them. Don't be silent. Say, Father, this morning, I accept that this is my season of total turnaround. I declare, Lord Jesus, that I will obey you in the totality of your instruction. And Lord, I declare you as the master of this ceremony. Father, please take charge and give me the sweet wine. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And for everyone, can we stretch our hands onto, onto this altar even as we pray? Lord Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name, Jesus. Father, unto you, we look up unto you and we are not ashamed. And our faces are, are lighted. Lord, we trust you that by the power in that name, Jesus, as we leave this all, Lord Jesus, let the party begin. Let the sweetest wine show forth. If you can say the biggest thing, I say, let the party begin. Let the sweetest wine show forth. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord, this season, Lord, every one of us, we experience the total turnaround to the glory of your name. Thank you because you've had us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.